Van Batten, how do we on how on earth do we unwrap that kind of rubbish? Well, I mean, we have to face facts. I, I think I I find this whole thing about Morrison and Macron just absolutely cringeworthy. Look, I love this country, Marcus, and one of the things. Well, hang I on. Love... Apparently, apparently, you don't. If you if you're a little embarrassed by uh, the prime minister on a world stage, and you perhaps think that he's a bit cringeworthy, and you know it's not just us saying it. Nobody wants to talk to the guy or sit with the guy or shake his hand there on the sideline of the G20 or even at COP26. But you know, apparently, if we don't support this bloke and wrap ourselves in jingoism and the Australian flag, then we're un-Australian. Ben, you and I, we must be un-Australian. We don't like this country just because we don't like Morrison. I dare that guy to say that to my face. I mean, one of the things that Australians (laughs) like about this community, I mean, we are overwhelmingly a nation of migrants, people who came here because they didn't like lies, they didn't like corruption, they didn't like uh, systems of government that were based on bribery. They came here for a fair go and a fair chance. Fairness is something built into the collective Australian character. Whenever this country gets an opportunity to make itself more fair, like stopping Robert Menzies from banning the Communist Party because people thought that was anti-democratic and unfair, like recognising the the universal rights of Indigenous people, the majority of Australians voted for that in the 1960s to correct that historical wrong. We had the majority of Australians back in marriage equality. Like, that's who we are. We are about fairness and we are about honest dealing because we know, because of the country so many of us came from originally, that that systems of corruption, you have no opportunity, you have no chance. So to have a prime minister go to the most powerful forum in the world, I mean, this happened at the G20 in Rome, they're all getting organised before they go to Glasgow. Yeah. He didn't even want to go to the Glasgow Climate Conference. He would just stick his head in a hole in the ground, one presumably filled with coal, yep. and pr- pretend that, you know, black is white, up is down, and climate change isn't really happening. And for him to engage in this sort of lying and dissembling, and he did, like... Bernard Keane had a piece in Crikey where he had gone through the public statements of Scott Morrison around this, what they're calling the AUKUS deal with the United States and UK. And he only told Macron a couple of hours before that deal was announced that he was breaking the $90 billion contract with the submarines. Mm. And this is all a matter of record. This is on Scott Morrison's own website. Yeah. So the, the the problem we have is we have a Prime Minister who is so absolutely convinced of his ability to lie and get away with it that he now does it not only when he's speaking to his own voters or, God help us, those of us who live in the community who, that he governs that didn't vote for him, but he lies on the world stage. You can't do that. That gives our entire country, our entire system of government, a reputation for, for dishonesty and unfair dealing. And that's not who we are. We are not a people who break contracts contracts. We are not a a people who who lie and dissemble. Like, we have a system of business and a system of law and a system of politics that runs on honesty and fair dealing. And if Scott Morrison isn't up to that, he should get another job. All right. uh, Now, let's talk about the Independent Commission Against Corruption. Um, I mean, some say, of course, that it was a $170 million deal uh, to appease a star-crossed lover. Uh, many are out this morning saying that ICAC needs an overhaul. Uh, there was no smoking gun in the uh, the evidence presented by Gladys Berejiklian. 
uh, over the course of her testimony of two days of gruelling uh, questions and then cross-examination. How have you found it, Van? Uh, I think anybody who's saying that is deluded. Where were these people when Eddie O'Beid was in the dock, actually? Where were these people going, oh, ICAC's bad, oh, we've got to get rid of ICAC, when somebody who wasn't on their team was the one who was being scrutinised? I love ICAC. I think people like Eddie O'Beid belong in jail. Yeah. I think ICAC, you know, dragging Gladys Berger-Clean and Daryl Maguire through this process has been very illuminating for people. They're in it up to their necks. This is dishonesty again and i think we need to put this in context about what the problem with scott morrison is if you said he's not only the prime minister he's a party leader he's the representative of the liberal party and its values if you have a leader who is modeling behavior which is of the kind of like lying to the president of france one of our closest allies by the way you have somebody who sits a standard if you can lie to the closest ally you can lie to anybody a fish rots from the head, Marcus. You can see this cultural problem where, oh, we'll just lie to the people and get away with it. We'll lie to the people and get away with it. We'll get away with it. We'll get away with it. You can see it going on at ICAC. Like somehow, you know, the rules are bendy and they don't really apply. Anybody who's saying, oh, poor Gladys, hasn't been listening to the tapes. But the tapes are absolutely direct. Yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. I'll get Dom Perrottet to do whatever I tell him to do. Don't worry, I'll just overrule the, the bureaucrats. Oh, don't worry, you'll get your money. Like, it is, it, there's a word for this. It's called graft. And it's not a case of, oh, everybody does it. It's, we created things like ICAC and a system of laws and governance to keep graft out of our system because it is unfair, it is un-Australian, it is not what we like and not how... We operate our own homes and businesses and practices in the world. And, you know, this other mythology going around, oh, poor Gladys, oh, she's so naive, she's been duped by love. This was the premier of a state. Now, anybody who knows anything about power, you don't get gifted it because you're wide-eyed and innocent. You know, it's not some My Little Pony birthday party approach to, like, power. <laughs> oh, Gladys, you're, you're such a wide-eyed innocent in the world here, run a state. Politics is brutal. It is about yeah. numbers and deals and wheeling and dealing. And to think that Gladys Berejiklian became Premier because she, you know, descended from the heavens on a magical pink cloud is absolute madness. Anybody who is pushing that line is either a liar or too deluded to, to you know, get to the end of adulthood intact. All right. Like, she is an absolute blood-soaked political animal and to buy this narrative of her, you know, like, total naivety is embarrassing. When people do it, it is embarrassing. Well, I asked you to tee off and off you went, Van. Uh, there'll be more of this, of course, in your Week on Wednesday podcast tomorrow, no doubt. How's it going? Oh, it's going unbelievably well, uh, Marcus, good, actually. Good. And thank you to everybody who started listening to Excellent. the podcast and engaging with us, sending us your questions about mm. politics and the economy. We love answering them. Excellent. And um, it's a fun thing to do. And you've been reunited with Ben. That's the best story of the day. Oh, Finally. It, How long? It, I hadn't seen him in four and a half months. Oh. I'm obviously in Sydney. I'm, my mother has cancer. Yeah. So I came home uh, to look after her and my partner stayed back in Victoria to work. Yep. And of course, the issue we had was if we left, we may not be able to see one another. We may not of have been able to come back. Yeah. And it was just marvellous. I mean, there were tears in the car at the I'm airport. Sure. I just couldn't believe it. Yeah. And, um, you know, and we know that other people have had it harder. 
but everybody has their own coronavirus story and we are just so grateful to everyone who got vaccinated. Every single person who got vaccinated in New South Wales and Victoria well brought us back together. So thank you, everyone. Wonderful, Van. We'll talk next week. Thank you. Oh, you're the best, Marcus. You're an absolute legend. <laughs> Take care. Bye. Bye. <laughs>